Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Warning, this podcast discusses difficult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Avrin, and this is Rom Crime. The word vigilante is complex. It can seem black and white. But today, we aim to take you into the gray. Oh my goodness, Avrin Mackie. Hello, Hello. Vanya Arslanian. Um, That's me. What's up? Oh my goodness. I'm so full. What isn't up? What isn't up? Yeah. That's the true. Except for my penis. I'm kidding. I don't have a penis, <laughs> but I enjoy them. What, Mom? I'm sorry, Mom. God. How I'm did sorry, I start moms. this out that way? I don't know, but I, I like know. it. I wanted to start by saying I bought myself, because we're going to get into some real dark... We're going to talk about what's happening in the world. Yes. Um, because guess what, y'all? It was a crime, and we can do what we want, because it's our show. It's true. It's, <laughs> but a true crime sh- it's a true crime moment that happened... Uh, on January sixth, yeah, right? So that would be yesterday, and we are we are recording January seventh, so two days ago That's when you're right. listening to this, twenty twenty one. Uh, yeah, we, but yes. So I was just gonna, in my normal world, I'd be like, haha, life great, New Year's, <laughs> New Year, Christmas, New Me, blah. <laughs> my goal. What did you get yourself though? You said you got a happy lamp. Yes. Here's the thing. I am trying. To get sleep at night. I have a really hard time because all my life, you can ask my parents, I am a night owl. When I I learned how to read, which was pretty young. uh, No, no, but... Same here, actually. I would stay up late with a flashlight. I was like the 80s kid. Right. And re- I read until like 2 a.m. And then I'd be so exhausted right. at school. I'd just be asleep at school. Right. And they're like, um, what's wrong with your So child? I have a problem sleeping at night. Had a baby seven years ago. She is seven now. I have a third baby or second baby who's three. But once they came along, I didn't get sleep because they don't kept, let you. You know, yeah, they keep <laughs> you up at night. And they are my my kids aren't ones that sleep in. Like they wake up at f- between five and seven every day. It's great. No, I'm just kidding. It's such sarcasm. <laughs> I can't even be funny, sarcastic right now. I'm just like sad, sarcastic. Yeah, you're like, where it's, it's just great. Like, yeah, they're killing me. They're killing me. Like last night, I they three thirty. And I was like, you Yeah, that's holes. what you're just saying, no. Uh-uh. I know. I, well, you know what I did is I ran outside to the living room, and then my little one came out, and he was like, Mama, 
I want some chocolate milk. And I'm like, You're like not in the middle of the night. Go, go, go away. My but parents it, had a rule. Seven, till 7 a.m., we were not allowed to step foot I inside know. their bedroom. You know, we, we did that really for a long time. And then we got weak. We got weak because you know what? When it's good, when they're cute and they come in at like five mm-hmm. and, and they sleep till seven with us, it's adorable. Right. It's but like now the if most. They just want to play at five. You're like, yeah. get the hell out of my room. The little boy does that. He, I think, I hate to say it, but you know, bit of a chip off the old block. And right. like he pawn gets, it off on his sister. Just be like, you can bother me, me until seven. I Oops, have sorry, actually. I didn't mean to say no, name. it's it's fine. I have told him. I'm like you, or or, or they have. T- you know, he has trouble going to sleep. But I'm like, you can do any. I don't get. I Just don't stay care. in your room. They stay. They have a. They share a room. I'm like, play with each other. I don't care. Yeah. You cannot come out. But anyways, the reason I'm talking about this is my whole new lease on life for 2021 is I am going to get sleep, and I'm going to go like to bed that. earlier. And apparently, there's a master class about sleep, oh. which I I I have. I got the app. Um, so I'm going to watch that, and I'll let y'all know how that goes. But my I got this. Um alarm clock that has it like it creates sunlight like as if the sun oh. is rising so we have it on right now as as yes i'm Avery staring at are, it um, i thought it was like a vitamin d lamp it is actually an alarm kind clock. of a nice i like to put it on because it makes me happy yeah um, but yeah it's so slow, instead of like a blah 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 it like slowly just it does the light first and then you can choose sounds like it's right. like birds I would need chirping sounds, or radio or whatever. I have the opposite problem yeah. with you. I'm a professional sleeper. In fact, I could do <laughs> a masterclass right. on sleeping. You and I are the opposite. So it's I will, true. I'll give you some tips, um, but not if you're going to use light alarm, because that's one of my tips is eye mask. Sleep mask, yeah. Because I too can easily be yeah. woken. I mean, easily is stretch. Yep. I'm a pretty hard sleeper, mm. but, um, but yeah, I mean, I could sleep for probably two days in a row if no one woke me up wearing an eye mask because I have no concept wow, yeah. of daylight. So I like this idea. I'm just like, I don't know what's, I don't know if it's like genetics or if it's just who I am like in in the, you know, before I came out in this world, my soul, but I'm always buzzing. I always have been like this, like my, I can almost feel, feel the cells on my body buzzing. It's hard for me to relax. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a night person too as well. Yeah. But I, I'm also, I got no issues sleeping when it's time for me to sleep. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's also kind of like the industry that we've it's worked true. in for so long yep. where it's like you work at night, right? My and day starts at 4 PM. That's you know? right. And yeah. when we worked in New York, I don't know if everyone knows this, but Bars are open till well, they used to be when bars were allowed to be open. Right. Till four yeah. AM. So you don't get home till like five at the absolute yeah. earliest. And really it's like five thirty six. Yeah, exactly. And that's so why. that's why you sleep during the day yeah. and you're up all night. And once you get that rhythm, you know. Yeah. That circadian rhythm, is that the right yeah. phrase for it? I think so. But I'm happy that you got yourself so a yeah. fancy happy lamp. Trying to trying to do some healthy things for my body and brain. But um, you know, twenty twenty one happened. We we had a lovely uh, I don't know. Y'all know that Avrin and I um, pod together and we have. And thank God. I mean. Thank God. Because we, I, I honestly. I don't know what would have happened. A, I mean, I'm very lucky. I, ha- I love my husband. Oh, yeah. And I love me too. my kids. Questionable. No, I'm kidding. I totally <laughs> love them. I love you guys. It's fine. But it's so nice to have a friend. And Avrin's also watching the kids while I'm working. In the Like I have a couple hours in the morning. It's just been. Yeah, it's no, been it's so been. Nice. been Awesome for me, too, because I'm with you. Like, I adore my husband. I love hanging out with him. But it is nice to be able to also have 
someone else to see on exactly. occasion because we are in LA and things are, are very bad. bad right now. Yeah, but so we did celebrate. Um, it was so New Year's much Eve together. fun. Yeah. Um, Vanya and her husband taught me and my husband how to play cribbage, which is amazing. Guys. So we're like officially oh, those people, and I love it. And oh, it's so it's much fun. We're gonna, you know what? It's one of those things you can play. You can play if you're like ten years old, and you can play if you're like a million years old because yeah. that's how I learned. Two. Yes. Three or four. Mm-hmm. And it can be teams if it's four people yeah. or like we took you guys got us aboard. We took yes, it home we and we played every day. So I love it. We love it. It was one of those things in my family. So my grandpa, his name was grandpa. His name was Ron and he was amazing. Um, he was just like, that was the like um, baptized by fire as a family. Like when you're old enough you get to play with the big kids, like the right. adults. You get, and, and it was so much fun. And, and they don't, like my family never, they were, I'm sure they were nice to us, little ones. But they didn't but let it you didn't win. didn't feel like it. No, no, no yeah. oh no, no one lets you win. That's the thing. Because Avrin's playing like board games and like <laughs> games with my kids and they want to win. And she's like, uh-uh. I'm I like, don't. Do not let them win. I don't. Thank you. Except for um, your littlest one somehow has really, really good luck when it comes to like rolling the right number on a dice or picking the card he needs. It's I'm like, I should be. It's luck. It's fine. It is. And also, it's like he doesn't even know. If I didn't tell him that matches, he just let his turn go by. So exactly. in that way, I guess I help him. <laughs> but he does have the cards he needs. But sometimes both your daughter and I are like, what the actual F is happening here? Like, you're three. And I'm not letting you win. And, and he this doesn't is, even know. This is game four in a row. off the walls. I know. God, I love it. So yeah, that's that's just where we're at. So that yeah. was the beginning of the year. Yeah, 2021, I think, to be honest, I think all of us, we knew that mm. just because it was a new year didn't mean that it was of like course. a new us. You know, we were all still exactly yeah. where we were on December 31st in terms of the world we're living in the person who's in charge of everything but it did have this hopeful kind of sense to it Absolutely. right and then there's been a lot of like anticipation i know i've been you and i've been talking about these georgia runoff elections since the since the election was called and i was yep. like okay well nothing even matters unless we yeah. win in georgia so this whole week i was so amped up about georgia my husband and i stayed up oh totally like waiting for returns to come in until finally I was like, I do in fact have to get up at like 7.30 in the morning. (laughs) It's 2 o'clock in the morning in New York. I don't think they're going to call it tonight. Right. And then while we're still waiting for, they called one race, right? right? So um, now Senator Warnack won, beat um, Leffler. But we didn't know about the Ossoff-Purdue race yet. It's close. It was super close. And everybody was kind of like, this is going to which, by the way, if we really stop and think about both seats went to Democrat. I mean, like, I just want Stacey Abrams to know that she is an American hero. She is. And um, maybe we should link into how I would you love can to donate her. to her organization yeah. to help fund the work that she does to sure. to end voter suppression. We should throw that in at the end because, my God, we all need to recognize how important each of us individually are and how much showing up means because – Look what happened in Georgia. Yeah. Something that yeah. seemed impossible. Um, and it happened, but it was kind of ruined. Wait, before you say <laughs> oh, that, okay. though, I was laughing my butt off because we were talking about that. And you, she came over in the morning to watch the kids so I could, you know, get on all the Zoom calls with my, my new job. And I was like, I'm not letting myself get excited yet. And you told me that you and your husband were watching mm-hmm. The West Wing. Oh, yes. Oh, Girl, I was watching it before I came over here tonight. It's an interesting thing. So it's not a show that I'm unfamiliar with, but not one that I've ever seen in its entirety. Oh, gosh, it's great. And I always really liked it. I don't know why I never finished the series, but I 
really, it's been since 2021. And I don't know if it's like, okay, we know we're going to have a new president. Yeah. We got 20 days to go. So let's just pretend we have a different president in the interim. Yeah. My husband, James, it was his idea. We started at first. I was like, I've already seen it. And I was like, well, I guess I've only ever really seen it's, like the but first it's two a good, And it's, it's a good rewatch. It's a great rewatch. I'm and now I'm like, I'm about to, I think, go into a part of the show I've never seen. Because yeah. I think I only watched the first four seasons. Oh, okay, great. So yeah. we're like halfway through season four. But you were saying that the part where, um, oh my gosh, where the, with the champagne bottle. Oh yes, don't tempt fate. <laughs> yeah, because I Toby was like, Ziegler. yeah, I was like, I can't. I'm not even getting excited yet about Georgia. Like I'm not letting right. myself. And you were like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know. I feel good about it, but Toby Ziegler says, like, you work hard and hard and hard for something. You don't run it up all the way to that final moment and then tempt fate by celebrating too soon. Right, they kept trying to pop champagne before. Yeah, and he kept taking the glasses. Like, he was literally <laughs> grabbing, he had like an armful of champagne flutes and then bottles. It's such a good, um, it's such a good show, you guys. It's yeah. like, it's comedy to its best. It's oh, it's, like yeah. There's some, I have some issues with the show, but sure. there's some sexist stuff in it that I'm like, what the actual 100%. hell? But it's also, again, a 20-year-old show at this point. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just been... The kind of antidote to the news that I'm watching is to watch like this fake yeah. world. I think it's 2002 when the show starts. Wow. Um, and it's just people who have real ideas and real debates and hear each other's mm-hmm. ideas and debates, whether or not they freaking hate them. They seem to, in fact, let people say things. So that already is just so refreshing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now I'll let you talk about the horrible things that happened. Because I, well, I just wanted to start with no, West Wing Hope. You. Yeah, West, Wing, West Hope. Wing Hope. And I think let's try to close with some West Wing okay. Hope, if possible. Um, but what we're going to talk about today, you guys, is uh, is what happened, I guess we'll say two days ago because this will drop on Friday the yep, 8th. Good what point. happened on Wednesday, January 6th of 2021, which was that um, an act of domestic terror occurred uh on our Capitol building in Washington, D.C. Uh, it was violence that was incited by President Trump. And the response by the law enforcement agencies in the D.C. area was uh, weird, to say the very least. And good, pl- absolutely, good and absolutely uh, mind-bogglingly lenient, if we're going to go the other spectrum. Um, it It's uh, so frustrating. But what I wanted to do before we just talk about it yeah. and talk about what does this mean? And we've, you know, Vigilante season two, right? Yeah. Part of the reason vigilante. this was interesting. Vigilante, vigilante, vigilante. <laughs> Part of the reason this subject was interesting to us is because the concept of the vigilante, at least for me, is neither good nor bad. It's right. an interesting one because yeah. I can give you examples of vigilantes and I'm like, damn straight, that's what you do. That's We've told yeah, a lot of those stories. Yeah. But I can also be like, that was that's not how you solve a problem or that's not how you right a wrong. I don't like that. You know, I don't think that in that case, that's what you do. But it's this idea to me that's so it's in this weird gray area. It's it's and what it is is people be feeling pushed against a wall that they have to that do they have something no, violent that, yeah. or something, or they have to take matters into their own hands because mm-hmm. they feel like nobody else will. And so we were talking about what we were going to do this week or whether we were even going to yeah, do anything. We, we this had week. a different plan, but then we were like, we, I think I I was like, we I think we have to talk about this. I think we do. Yeah. And so even though I would never classify what happened, I would classify it as domestic terrorism. Same. And um, there are many other words which I will throw into the mix because they have legal implications. I heard something very interesting on NPR and I'll get into that a little bit later about why a lot of politicians and legal minds are not calling it domestic terrorism. I'm going to get to it. Don't let me forget to get to it. Um, But I just thought, let's talk about this weird, not weird, this horrific 
awful, embarrassing, ugly thing that happened that also, I think, calls to mind a group of people who, because they have been told lies as facts and because they are blindly believing somebody who has been lying to them all along, right? they were willing to to go into this mob mentality place and feel like with physical violence, they could change a a situation, a law, a, mm-hmm. a, a decision made by the powers that be that they didn't like. Right. Cause so to set the scene, if you're, you know, I always like, I like to pretend people set are going to be listening the, to this. In oh 10 yes. Years. 10 years from now. So what, what would have been happening on the sixth is all of Congress getting together to, to certify the electoral college votes yeah. and Which, basically say like, yes, uh, president elect Joe Biden will be our president yeah. and sworn in on January 20th. And in a way it's, it's really just, in a way, it's a formality, is, yeah. right? Like it's like a, but it's also it's a beautiful never not ritual done. and tradition that happens after the all the states come in. You know, all of their mm-hmm. votes come in, so everybody gets in, and every senator, or whatever yeah, every gives every their member vote. of Congress basically certifies the electoral college votes. I believe from their state, exactly. And it is it's symbolic. It's kind of like yeah. it's a part of that that what at one time was considered kind of like one of the greatest miracles of American democracy was this. Peaceful transition That's of power right. that had never been disrupted. Beautiful. Say that again. Peaceful, Peaceful transition, transition of power. power. It has happened almost every single time. Every time. Yeah. Until yesterday. Yeah. And so when you put it in that context, it's really huge. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just felt like Vanya and I both agreed that we could we could tell a story, but this is kind of this is just what's happening right now. Yeah. And because it was a mob of people deciding to do something to change the laws, yeah. you know, without the support of law. Although and, that's also questionable. We're going to get into it. But anyway, I yeah. thought if for some reason, I don't know, you're working or you have several kids and you didn't get a chance and you haven't been glued to your phone or watching the news that just real quickly before we talk about what it means that I would just kind of run you through the timeline of what happened. I would appreciate that because I've already blocked it out. So yes. go for or it. if you've blocked it out, let me just dredge up all these horrific <laughs> no, memories. We're going to talk feelings after. <laughs> yeah. So around 1 10 PM Eastern time on January 6th, president Trump ended a rally that he had held and called for his supporters to walk with him down Pennsylvania Avenue to the Capitol to help the Republicans show strength, the weak ones specifically. He said those weak Republicans, there are some good strong ones, and we know who you're talking about, and history will not forget you. Um, <laughs> sorry, they won't. Like, I hope you all lose your jobs really yeah. soon. I'm very angry, and I apologize if my tone starts to verge on, like, straight up it's Toby a, I Ziegler think that's okay. <laughs> style. Anger is a um, real emotion. It's just, it's so disgusting. So anyway... After he he ends his rally by basically saying, let's all march to the Capitol and show how strong we are and we will not let them steal this election from us. Shortly after that, um, these pro-Trump rioters, and for the sake of this, I got this timeline from CNN. Um, Shout out to CNN because my sister works there. Um, And uh, so I got this from CNN and they call them rioters. So I'm just going to use their words. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So shortly after 1 p.m. Eastern, pro-Trump rioters broke through the barriers that were set up around Capitol Hill because Capitol Hill is, in fact, a place that is difficult, especially like the chambers, the House chambers, the Senate you know, the, where the offices of like the speaker of the house and the devil himself, Mitch McConnell are, you can't just walk in there. You know what I mean? So they broke through the barriers at Capitol Hill shortly after one 30 PM, the U S Capitol police send an alert about a a suspicious, a suspicious, a suspicious (laughs) package 
that they found and began to evacuate people. Shortly after 2 p.m., so this is less than an hour after the end of Trump's rally, the Capitol is locked down, put on lockdown. At around 2.30 p.m., pro-Trumpers, um, pro-Trump rioters, sorry, they sm- start smashing Capitol windows. Capitol police call and ask for additional law enforcement assistance. And the, the Trump rioters, they storm Capitol Hill. Basically, they break into the Capitol. And Capitol police order evacuations of of all lawmakers. So like, hey, hey, House and Senate, y'all gotta go. We gotta get you out of here. There are crazy people waving Confederate flags dressed up like an Ewok or something. They're coming for you. So shortly after 2.45, um, they have now breached. They've gotten past the cops. They've smashed the windows. They're in the Capitol. And um, a couple of the Trump rioters enter House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office. Um, in fact, one of them, it's quite infamous now, sat at her desk, put his feet up on her desk, took a picture, stole a piece of her mail, and apparently then also wrote um, a message that he left on her desk that said, we will not back down. At the same time, rioters swarmed the Senate floor, and now I feel bad I meant to look up how to pronounce this, and the day, the it's D-A-I-S, I believe it's where the president of the Senate uh. sits, so I'm going to call it the day, and I'm so sorry everyone out there if it's like Avernitz Dice or Dace or something totally different. I can't help you there. Yes. So as chaos descends on the Capitol, rioters enter the Senate chamber with several of them actually posing for photos sitting behind the day, which is where Mike Pence was sitting before he was evacuated, uh, presiding over this process of certification as the president of the Senate, as the vice president is. Whoop whoop for that in the future. Um, And then at 2.48, so about three minutes later, Washington Mayor Muriel Bowser announced a citywide curfew that would go into effect at 6 p.m., which basically said anyone who was not a a police officer or some kind of special credential, because obviously media was out covering what was Mm -hmm, going on, mm -hmm. who was on the street, it doesn't matter if you're on foot, on a bicycle in your car sitting on your front porch you better stay if you are not inside you will be arrested we'll talk about that too at 3 13 p.m trump asks rioters to remain peaceful this is his second tweet on the riot he calls on his supporters who protested in his name and whom he had encouraged to march to capitol to remain peaceful and respect the law but he refrains at this point this is 3 13 p.m he refrains from telling them to go home at 3 15 p.m ivanka uh trump Tweet retweets something her father tweeted and then calls the rioters American patriots. Uh, she has since deleted that tweet. I hope you all go to prison. At 3.21 p.m., um, reports start coming out that a woman was shot in the Capitol, and we will learn later on in the evening that that woman died. Yeah. Um, around 3.25 p.m., uh, the Senate floor is finally cleared of rioters. Um, so this is more than an hour after they broke in. More than an hour is how long it took police to actually get these rioters off just the Senate floor, not out of the Capitol, just off the Senate floor. At 3.36 p.m., Trump finally dispatches the National Guard. I would just like to point out that this is two hours and like 20 some, like 22, 25 minutes later mm-hmm. that he's finally like, okay, I guess the National Guard can go help. Um so this was several hours. Uh, Kaylee McEnany, the press secretary, tweets that the National Guard is coming with other other federal protective services. But initially, Trump resisted doing so. Um, and when they first breached the building, um, he delayed sending them, even though I think it's important to note that he deployed more than 17,000 members of the National Guard to at least 23 different states and Washington, D.C. last summer in response to the protests demanding justice for George Floyd. So waits two and a half hours while a 
a federal building, a, you know, a pretty important building within Washington, D.C. is being Under destroyed. They're yeah. not just being, you know, they're, they're hurt. people are getting hurt, but they're also like bashing windows, breaking yeah. things, going through people's desks. I mean, that's who are, out of control. That's yeah. absolutely, I just... Yeah. It's wild, right? So then about 3.44 p.m. Eastern, um, reports start coming in that multiple officers have been injured. Um, they were injured in like a violent mob, and it, uh, at least one of them has, was transported to the hospital. This was reported at 3.44 p.m. Eastern. At 4.15 p.m. Eastern, Biden addresses the U.S., says that our democracy is under unprecedented assault, and he calls on President Trump to step up and tell these people to stop. At 4.17 p.m., which is weird because I feel like we watch this in real time, but maybe we watched it like a little. I don't remember that Trump's response and his interesting video came out two minutes after that. So at 4.17, Trump tweets out a video. And I'm just going to pause in the timeline so we can talk about this video. Yeah. This was upsetting to me very much I just much so. think, okay. And again, this is a, this is a, an opinion podcast. Mm -hmm. yep. I, we try to be factual when we tell you about crimes and the details of them but we also like to talk about our opinions yeah um uh trump is mentally ill i agree and so all consumed with himself and what he sees when he sees these people are not people he respects uh -uh. or likes or gives a flying fuck about yeah. let's be real what he sees is people looking up at him adoring him screaming his name telling him how much they want him and that gets him so fucking turned on yeah. that it is impossible for him to possibly say anything that might take that adoration away and make those people be like boo 100%. we don't like you so he does tell them to go home in this video but in the same breath he says we love you you're very special people and i totally get why you're doing this i get it they i could stole not the election that. i mean the whole thing is just it's a it's like an, it's a display of of absolute i'm again not a professional of the mental facilities or whatever a psychiatrist yeah. or a psychologist that this man had like a, a narcissistic megalomania. yeah megalomania yeah, yeah uh, like a sociopathic narcissistic episode on Twitter and he shared it with the world and then Twitter responsibly responded by banning him for 12 hours and hopefully much longer I think than it that. became 24. Oh good. Well yeah. it needs to be forever. Yeah. And then let's just cut him off at the knees or the yeah. balls. That's like literally if we take Twitter from him and then he's not president. He's like I'm going to start my own company. Yeah good for you. Go for it. And you'll have only your base there and yeah. at least then I mean I guess no that's bad too. Don't let him do that. Yeah. Um, that's my anything you'd like to add about well, the video? Well here's the thing when he said that I, I think that's I was like watching in real time as well. And I was like, I came out because I was supposed to be, I was working, but I, you know, I was like, Avern, we have to watch this. He's done his tweet. Let's right. watch this video. And I was like, shouldn't have been shocked. I really shouldn't have. No. Every time you hope, it's like this weird last four years, every time you're like, maybe it'll be okay. Maybe it'll be better. It only keeps getting worse. It only keeps getting more violent. It only keeps getting more negative, And he's only more narcissistic. So I don't know why I was surprised, but I was absolutely dumbfounded that he told these people that they were special and that he loved them. I honestly was right. like, what the hell are you you, As we're watching what, are a, you, like a, an, an active terrorist attack like on our country happening. All of the happening. people in Congress, well, most people got out, but there are people up there like freaked out. Yeah, terrified. And also, how did they get in? I mean, how did they get in there? Like, I feel like I don't want anyone to die, but it's the Capitol building. Yeah. Like, there should be a little more security. Yeah, there should be a lot more security. On a regular day, well, I feel on like a regular more day, security. there is. And I was listening to a reporter, um, 
a journalist, excuse me, from, I want to say it was uh, NBC. And he was like, I can't even get in there with my ear pods. Mm -hmm. Like they have, you have to. So what happened? Like, is there not, there needs to be like a, well, I'm 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 a person who's always trying to fix problems. I'm like, can you shut a door quickly? Can you lock a door quickly? Yeah, no, and what happened, I think what, at its most simple, and it's not simple what happened, but it's most simple um, they were not prepared, even though they should have been. Yeah. The mayor of D.C. had been asking for the National Guard since at least 24 hours prior to Trump's rally because right. she was afraid of violence. She was denied her request. Um, they were understaffed. But why was she denied her request? <sighs> because um, Trump gets to decide who goes, when to, when to deploy the National Guard. She doesn't get to just, yeah, I guess, I guess they have to, uh, like you have to, it has to be a two-way street. You can't just send them. They have to be requested. But you also can't just request them and they like guaranteed approved. that you're going to get them. So I don't think it's any surprise that they, th- there's a lot I could say, and I'm not trying to like alienate anyone out there. I think there are great police officers in the world, but um, many people feel that part of the reason why that was so lightly staffed with just the U S or the, the Capitol police that are always there is that, you know, many of them had been at the rally and they had to change into their uniforms before they could get there. I mean, that's just a mean thing to say, but it's just that, (sighs) you know, why don't they, there's a a pretty famous like tweet that goes around. That was a quote that said like, why are there never cops? Why are there never cops when the neo-Nazis show up? And they're like, why isn't Clark Kent ever here when super Spider-Man or Superman or whoever he is, Superman shows up and it's because they're one and the same. Um, And I'm not, going to just yeah. blankly say like for sure but i'm also not going to say oh no i'm going to say um the cops were literally like taking selfies with these people so do i think but why were they do i i'm i'm naive and i'm too hopeful and i believe that there's good in this world and I, i'm like i just can't believe that that they would do that but i guess yeah but they did and we have proof of it on right. video and so not only were they woefully underprepared but it didn't seem like all of them, some of them in the videos I saw looked absolutely freaking terrified. Like it was one man and like a hundred people rushing this guy. So of course he ran and backed up and they got past him. It's one guy and a mob, but some of them were really taking selfies or you see them like helping the older members of these um, terrorists down the Capitol steps. I mean, just a case in point, the guy we talked about who broke into Nancy Pelosi's office, yeah. right? So broke into her, the speaker of the house's office, Took a piece of her mail, federal offense, um, disrespected the office, broke in. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Um, he there's pictures of him outside with the mail. That's how we know he has it. He just got to leave. That's crazy. And that's because of so many things, but I'm just gonna say it. That's because these were white men and women. Right. And people in this country, I think, unfortunately, as just a result of of the way that America works, is like they are not threatened when they see white people do things somehow it's like Weird. it's not as it's wrong it's 100 percent wrong this is how it is yeah. but like that it's somehow it's not as threatening it's not as uh much of a a crime it's like this is the worst thing that's happened domestic domestically in terms of terrorism since charlottesville right yes and and you know also just like the systemic problem that this country has of of right. um black men and women losing their lives to police brutality um but in terms of like a single moment instance of like a a terrorist act this happened yesterday sorry two days ago i know we dropped tomorrow and the fact that the cops were if not complicit not terribly concerned with what was going on other than just like well there's not enough of us and there weren't enough of them but guess what the mayor wanted the 
National Guard the day before because she had a strong feeling this was going to happen. And we can all be shocked by what we saw, but I don't think any of us can be surprised. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, not anymore. It's true. I'm just like, how many days do we have till he's out of office? 13. I mean, tomorrow it'll be 12. Okay, yeah. So it's like, hold on for your life, people, because he's going to do whatever he can do. He's going to rile more shit up. Of course he is. I would like him to get impeached, but we can talk about that later. Keep going. Yes. Well, this is just kind of the end of it. So Trump tweets that shit out at 4. um, You special people, we love you. What? And then about two hours later, like around 6.30 p.m., um, Police have cleared the Capitol. That 6 p.m. curfew had taken effect, which was helpful. And Congress, uh, the leaders of Congress announced that they were going to con- they could proceed with the count and they were going to get it done. Yeah. And they did. And the election yeah. was certified. And Joe Biden will be our president on January 20th when he is sworn in. And God willing, this is the, the final act of violence done. I hope. In terms of attempting to not allow a peaceful transition of power. But... I wouldn't be so sure. And that's, yeah. I think that's why this is so like heavy. It feels so heavy as yeah. it's like, there's still 13 more days. Also just remember this guy is like the nuclear codes and he clearly hates all of us. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't actually love his supporters enough to not blow them to smithereens. Absolutely. To like show just how huge, big, tough, strong man he is, yeah. you know? Cause he but does- that's where I feel like if it's possible to get to have some action against him, against him taken, I don't know the rules, but it feels like if this is a fair world, which it for the last four years has not seemed like it is, I if it's a fair world, he should be stripped of any power. Absolutely. And that, that's definitely being talked about. Um, I mean, they are talking on. about impeachment and they're talking about invoking the 25th Amendment, which that's is where right. he is removed for being unfit and or dangerous, which he is both and has been for four years, but they would have to get Mike Pence on board. Um, And while he condemned the actions of these people, it's like, you're also responsible for this. You have been 100% peddling Mm. the lies that Trump has been telling his followers. You have been shouting them into the same megaphone. Isn't he religious? Isn't Mike Pence like a religious? He is religious, but that doesn't mean he's not a shithead. But I just feel like if you really are apps, if you really are a spiritual person and care about the world, then you would do the right thing. Yeah, well, but... It's also not an easy thing. Like they design it that way. And I would love them to at least try because especially there are two two reasons why I think it's important that they at least attempt to either impeach and or remove him via the 25th Amendment. Because if they're successful in either one of those things, President Trump is never, ever, ever allowed to hold office of any kind within our, but like legally forbidden from like running for anything. Couldn't do it under the law. Is there a way to like attach that Mm. to like a whole family? Because that would be great too. Um, But there's also only 13 days and there's procedures and like things that have to happen. And there's time periods. Like I read somewhere that in the 25th Amendment, Congress, a certain number of people, the vice president all have to do this. But then the president has like is allowed to like write a letter and there's like four days. And so people right now, I think are trying to figure out if it's even possible to successfully. I still say go for it. Like Mm -hmm. even if you don't get it done, just Try, because why not? Unless, of course, there are things you guys could do to be helping the rest of us in the country and make COVID. That's true. um, Help with the, I mean, if that's the case, then maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Go 50-50 here, guys. Like, help the people of America before you try to destroy Trump, but also know that by destroying Trump, you will be helping the people of America. But help the people. Yeah. First. So if there's something you could be doing via the vaccine, via um, stimulus, I know that was already like passed, but, you know, or just 
moratoriums on evictions or any yeah. of the things that if there are still things and work to be done yes, there, because then the focus people on that. in the country are suffering. Yeah. But if there is no more work to be done on that for some reason, like if there is no upcoming plans or bills yeah. or anything, then get him the fu- do whatever you can to make it so that this man can never hold office again. You know, I was talking to somebody about how, you know, uh, people who supported and people who became Nazis obviously didn't happen overnight. It slowly happened very slowly. And in the beginning, when he first became president, people were comparing him and I'm like to Hitler and I'm like, oh, come like he can't be that bad. Um, I do think that he is that bad. And it's that scary thing. It's that scary thing, like to the people, to his supporters and even people now who did vote for him and maybe you're a little ashamed. It's okay. It's okay. Come out into the light and just own it. It's fine. But like, just but own be- it as long- and, and, and admit that you've made a horrible yes, exactly. mistake. Because, Sorry. because well, what I'm saying, yes, yeah. exactly. Because what I'm saying is, you know, this is where the slippery slope of the ego gets in and it's like you're holding up you're you know putting your putting your thing to the horse whatever they call it. you're strapping your your saddle your saddle to the horse that is going to be the most evil horse there is right so, and it's going to drag you into ugly horrible dark but places. I, I assume that's not a most the most like obvious thing that's happening because i think people are like well i like what he's saying but no he's honestly any <laughs> i I feel bad because I, but any Republicans better than him? Probably not any, but like no, what, not any. I mean, I could name um, like like definitely Lolly, um, Ted Cruz, Mitch Cruz, McConnell, Lindsey Graham. Yeah. I could go on. Sure. Um, there's a there but are, even but even those crazy guys are like, yeah, no, Biden's going to be the president now. Let's move on after they were Was personally assaulted. Yeah. Yes, these people didn't want. Well, these people did not change their minds. Not even, not even all of them changed their minds after this. But the only reason they were a little more contritious about it is because they were they were assaulted. They were the mm. ones hiding under a desk, being told to put a gas mask on, and being like escorted into I hope a secret. They were scared. I, I'm sure they were scared, and they had every reason to be. But the thing is, is that here's the deal about Trump. And thank you guys for hopefully still being here listening to us because I know <laughs> this isn't our normal our normal bag. But this is something that I think is. It's just too much of what's happening. There's no way to really talk about anything else and feel like you're being phony, in my opinion, at this moment in time. Trump is a symptom of a greater problem. You know, like Trump didn't invent these problems. He didn't. They existed. And um, he certainly gave rise to a couple of them, even during President Obama's presidency by questioning his, you know, the whole birtherism thing and saying he wasn't really an American citizen and kind of dipping his toe into like, What's the what's the feel out there? Like how right. much Can I lie how much do people, and how much do me? people really hate that this black man is president? And then he got the sense that it was a lot more than I think any American would ever want to acknowledge was the truth. But it it is the reason that these people wanted to stand up loudly and proudly is because that is because a black man became president and that was a threat to what they see as like the American way of life, meaning it meant that somehow they were no longer superior because guess what? They're not. Mm -mm. But at the same time, Vanya, I'm going to be honest with you. I, we keep hearing people say things like Joe Biden said it in his speech, you know, like America is better than this. And I'm starting to ask myself, I don't know if we are. I Mm. think we are capable of being better than this. But I think that what's being brought to the forefront is that at our core, I don't know if we are better than this. Mm-hmm. I know so many of us want to be I better than this. I think that's the key right there is I think that 
there are horrible people out there, but I think we have to all want to be better because human society communities can go dive into the negative. I feel like the beautiful thing, and I'm a positive, you know me, but like we have to believe that it's our, our democracy is going to work. We have to have that hope. We have to believe that, you know, we vote for somebody and then they get elected and then we, you know, they that and team if gets don't its, like it, you know, then they vote them out next time. But also, which is what happened here, by the way, for everyone who's exactly. freaking the fuck out. And and all and I feel like it shouldn't be so dangerous if one party gets the nominee or gets the vote. Right. It shouldn't feel so dangerous, you know? Um so my that's I, I do agree with you. I think I think that. I think you're right, but I also think that what needs to be preserved, and maybe it is me just being an asshole and trying to build a cloak of like no, it's all great. But like, I'm a first generation American. I believe in the values of this country. I also, you know, I'm married to someone who is a dual citizen, Canadian and American. And friends are always like, oh, I guess you are lucky you get to move back to Canada. And I'm like, no, I mean, I, lo- I love Canada. But I'm also like, no, I'm staying here. The the great thing about living in America should be that we get to fight and like not fight, but we get to have our voices heard. And I get emotional because we're we are better than this. I know. And the I majority get, of us are better than right. this. It's just that we didn't know that the minority was so big. And I think that's yeah, where I, you're and right. violent. And I want to take back that. I mean, I when I said that I don't know if we are, I'm not saying I know we're not better than this. Right, what right, I'm saying right. is that I'm really having a crisis of. I question if we are better than this because I'm the same reason you're getting emotional. It's like, so there are more of us that want exactly the exact opposite of what has been going on. Even that- people who did vote for Trump didn't think they're not on the side of these people flooding into the right. Like the, 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 into the capital, the, the super base, I guess, for lack of a better term is not everyone. The 74 million people that voted for Donald Trump, it's not 74 million of the people that we saw. Sure Terrifyingly enough, I think it could be like 25 to 40 million people that yeah. carry those same feelings. I think a lot of people also just vote party line. I That's do true. hope that this is an example to those people. And I'm just going to say this with with love in my heart, but that this is an example to those of you that just are like, I'm a Republican and I just vote Republican no matter what. That, that I hope that you will never, ever do anything like that ever again. I hope that you will weigh the, the actual person who will be given the greatest honor and power yeah. and you will weigh who that person is over party. Right. Because this is, I just also like to mention that Donald Trump talks shit about, um, Oh my gosh. Everyone. McCain. Who All the is time. A, who, who was a, he, a, listen, whatever his politics, but the, he, he was a POW. Yes. And he was a, he was an American. Hero. I actually really loved him. Yeah. But, and he was and a I'm moderate a, I'm, Republican. I'm, I exactly. And yeah. I'm like a, you know, I'm an artist, man. So I'm definitely yeah. on the left side, but like, I loved um, John McCain and I just, it, the fact, like, that's where I'm like Republicans, your spidey son should go up and be like, this guy's a POS piece of shit. Yeah. No, the Republican party is in big trouble now because basically what's going to happen and this is, again, my political expertise that I just wax on like I know all these things to be facts. But I think that the the thing is, is that now, sorry about it, Republicans, but Democrats now have the majority in all three branches Yay. of government. We, well, I mean, at least for, yeah. for two years or yeah. 18 months or however long it is yeah. until the midterm elections. And oftentimes when, you know, 
if the Democrats have the president and um, the House and the Senate, inevitably one of those will get flipped to the other side because that's what checks and balances are for. Um, But what a, a beautiful gift for those of us who, who have seen what, what has become of the United States under the leadership of this man and how it has devolved and how it has, it has encouraged and enticed the ugliest amongst us to not only crawl out from where they had been hiding because they knew that it was not okay to say these things. They knew that people wouldn't, wouldn't take kindly to their uh, opinions and thoughts and beliefs. And he made them feel proud and that they should, that they're now they're considered great patriots and they're loved by the president of his own words. They're loved by him. He loves them. And so they are empowered and emboldened and that is dangerous but that is also now the new republican party right like you got a problem they got a rebrand like like immediately. i don't know if we're gonna break into three parties and we might unfortunately because there's there's the trump party there's the democratic party and then there's the so-called republican party which really at this point trump is that party but you can see now that that's not what all of them want <laughs> But I, I think they not. have a they got a big PR problem and a lot of work to do because mm-hmm. I don't know how easy it's going to be to separate the two. And so it's like how do you get the the Republicans that believe in the actual Republican ideals or whatever and they're maybe more moderate and it's not about, you know, hating everyone who isn't white or hating I don't know women just because or all of the things that Trump stands for. Um, how do you somehow manage to hold on to those people because they're going to vote Republican because that's Trump? And how do you not lose them without Trump? Can you do that? Is it possible? I don't know. And then the Republicans will never win again if they lose all those people. And so it's a problem. Um, and I'm glad it's their problem because they've, totally. d- they've earned it. You've yeah. earned your problem. Yeah. So um, good luck I was to laughing you. my butt off um, right before we start. Was, my butt's gone, guys. I got a big <laughs> booty and it's just not even here. No, I was laughing so hard because uh, one very upsetting, like, piece of you know trump was betsy devos for me i was always like because i am from a long line of educators and people and this woman was like without any whatever right she was just a rich lady who knew trump and he was like i can get you this job it's just it's like everybody who works for him yeah yeah but anyway she resigned today did you hear oh i didn't hear oh yeah she resigned she's getting out she's like everyone's jumping shit they're trying to distance them but it's too late but also like great bye no sure Part of me is like, yay for you, but also fuck you. Exactly. Because you know what? There's 13 days left. Your job was already over. Yeah. So what? You think you can leave now and yeah. somehow that will change where you where you fall when history is told? It doesn't. And um, I would actually say to those that didn't resign for fear that the president would replace them with some wackadoo who just busted into the Capitol because they didn't get arrested like, by hey, the Hey, you, you, sir, with the raccoon You want to be the Secretary of Defense? Because he resigned today and I need someone new. Um, and I'm not, I'm being facetious, and but I'm also me, not. So. Yeah, and you love me and I love you. You're special. But don't, <laughs> don't touch me or come closer than six feet from me. Um, but no, for the people that left, too little, too late is what I say. Um, I'm glad that you saw what you saw and it was too much. Yeah. But it's your, it's you enabled this man. And so, so you scary. are culpable. Yeah. You were all, I am so, I've got a list in my, I don't know that, I don't, I'm not going to read it all, but yeah. I'm like all of you. We'll go down in the annals of history as being like basically people who try to destroy democracy. Um, I mean, it, might, it really cer- certainly might. Like, yeah. And 
that reminds me. Tell me. Before when I said domestic terrorist. Oh, yes, and why sorry. People, I, wrote, no, I wrote it, okay. it down on a I actually, and then I turned my post so over. So I was listening to Make NPR. Make sure Evan talks. That's Make sure Evan talks. Well, she's done plenty of that. So promise <laughs> kept. So sorry, Vanya. I feel no, like I've... I, no, I know. But I just feel like I've been like... Oh, oh, oh. No, it's perfect. Um, I get very worked doing. up. I get very, okay. Not as worked up as my dad gets worked up talking about these guys. Good, I love and it. And I love it. He, my mom is like, please calm down. You're going to have a heart attack. And I'm like, dad, yell. I feel you. I mean... It's just, it's a really frustrating time. But part of the reason why you're hearing um, politicians and some like legal minds not use the term, because it's this was domestic terrorism, make no mistake about 100%. it. That's what it was. But there is no precedent or law written into how you punish domestic terrorists per some legal person I heard on NPR today. That's okay. as good as I can get with, gotcha, my, gotcha. with my credentials. But all of the legalese like written into how the United States punishes crimes mm-hmm. when it comes to terrorism, it's all foreign terror. There's literally nothing oh. set in stone or no precedent or no real specific law about domestic terrorism, mm-hmm. which is why we are referring to this as insurrection or sedition or some people are calling it an attempted failed or a failed coup. Can you explain and so, what those yeah, are? I thought I would just explain well, what the me. differences between yes. like and why these are the words. If you get frustrated when you hear people saying these things instead of calling it what it is, which is domestic terrorism, it's because yes. they're speaking of it. I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt here, but I think they're speaking of it in terms of prosecu- prosecutorial, like an actual like thing that you go to jail for. Okay, great. Whereas domestic terrorism, it's just not that clear. Got it. So insurrection is an act of revolting against civil authority or an established government. And then there are a couple other definitions. Um, one is in the Cambridge Dictionary that specify that the act is usually violent. But it is an act of revolting against civil authority or an established government. So it's acting up against your government. And what is that one? Insurrection. Insurrection, and okay. Insurrection or rebellion is a crime under Title 18 of the U.S. Code punishable by punishable by a fine, a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison, or both. Being found guilty, this comes back to Trump, of insurrection, also makes someone ineligible to hold office in the United States. The next term that you'll hear being thrown around, and this is a little bit, this is like taking it up a notch. This is what Biden used, and this is why I'm grateful that he will be our president, because he, he was like, let me go for like the worst prison sentence we can give a domestic terrorist, which is sedition. And sedition is the incitement of resistance to or insurrection against lawful authority. Um, Similar to insurrection, the act of sedition is also a crime under the U.S. Code, which characterizes it as two or more people who conspire to overthrow the United States government or prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of the United States law by force. That was what happened. And that is what happened. And that is punishable by a fine and up to 20 years in prison. So sedition is basically... You tried to overthrow your government and or prevent your government from like upholding its laws, which is Mm -hmm. exactly what happened. And that's punishable by up to 20 years in prison. And then we have a coup, which is short for a coup d'etat, which is French, I believe. It looks French. It is. Um, (laughs) Which is a sudden decisive exercise of force in politics. But particularly, it is known as the violent overthrow or alteration of an an existing government by a small group. So it's a group of people that basically say... We don't want you anymore. And this happens all over the world. Like military, right. like Absolutely. coups where people like are thrown out of government and then, yeah. isn't that what Castro was? In yes. Cuba? Well, yeah. I was, I, one uh, speech I heard before they started, um, Congress started doing their thing when they, once they got back in, it was Marco, Marco Rubio, mm-hmm. the Senator of Florida. Yeah, or, he's one of them. I know. And people don't like him, but I will tell you, 
he he gave an amazing he gave a great he's speech. A, he's a good he's a better politician than yeah. a lot of them. But he was talking. You know, his his grandfather was born in like eighteen something, and he lived until Marco Rubio was fourteen years old. He t- tells in the speech, um, and lived in Cuba, rural Cuba, and he watched. Uh, Right. A couple coups go down, a couple, you know, whatever. And then he, and the thing about Marco Rubio, which I, this is what I needed to hear was he was screaming about how messed up that should not be happening here. Right. I mean, he did frame it a little bit like that doesn't happen here, but it did just happen it here. It just, well, they tried. It didn't, they didn't succeed. It, they didn't succeed, but, but they, they you know, they talked about, he talked about like how his grandpa saw, you know, two presidents going to exile, a military coup, and then eventually the Marxist, uh, you know, right, like the Castro going in yeah. and taking over after the United States left, you know. Right. So, I, I, I know everyone has their politics, but I really felt I was moved by his his speech that last night, two nights ago. I guess it was. I did him. not watch it, so I'll send I it apologize to you. if I gave a judgy face. No, when listen, you said Marco no, Rubio, a, but that's because I didn't hear it. That's the thing. He he is a he went into politics. He is a politician. Like he loves America, though. I mean, it may, whether or not he does it a I know, way wait, that wait, is, if, whether or not I agree with his policy, but ideas. he he right. loves our he loves our democracy. He's. He and the other thing he talked about was um, how you know China is laughing at us right now. Because the world is the world. Is our, laughing. Our, 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 I think our they're allies, laughing at us and they're actually probably terrified. They're I think like, our oh, allies are um, horrified and shocked and um, probably very dismayed to see how easily the U.S. Capitol could be taken. And our enemies are laughing and they're ecstatic. There's, a, I mean, uh, again. And I'm, I'm I mean, definitely I hope they're not plotting it or I, anything, I'm doomsdaying but... it here, but I think it's just because this this fucking year, Vaughn. Yeah. It, it feels like we're in. I made this joke with you already once, but I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm in a bad Gerard Butler movie. <laughs> like, London has fallen, but this is like, the US has fallen. It's yeah. not like so specific as like a town or like the White House, which is what all those movies are. They're really fun, by the way, if you like doomsday movies. <laughs> Uh, which I do, or you I'm know, not like sure if I can handle it right now. I no, need, don't like, a watch good them rom com. And also, anybody who is rom crime, yeah, let's, let's just watch rom coms. <laughs> but um, but you know, in those stories, it's always the same. He's like a secret service guy who somehow ends up saving like the city of London and like the president and the prime minister, or like saving the the child of the president when the White House is taken, and then yeah. also you know whatever. But if there are these crazy like you know trying to overthrow the government or mm-hmm. like acts of terrorism, and it feels. It just feels like we're living in a movie. Yeah. It's a combination of like contagion and White House has fallen, or I don't know if that's one of the movies for real. I only know London has Independence fallen. Day, Independence Day. Yes, aliens are coming to yeah. you. You know, they haven't told us we're too busy. There's too much other stuff to talk about. Um, but it does feel like if you were to step outside of yourself and not have actually gone through this experience and you yeah. were to describe what the the global population, what yeah. hu- what human beings on earth have gone through at the starting really at the end of 2019 in China up to where we are today. It feels unbelievable. Yeah. It's it like does. a bad Gerard Butler movie. I'm so, and I, I love you Gerard Butler in terms of like, I love a bad action movie, yeah. but this is a poorly written doomsday end of days slash like action terrorist. I'll tell the you president's what I'm going to do. do right now. Yeah. Is I'm going to, I'm going to bring it back. We need a West Wing wrap up. Oh, yes. I'm just saying, like, we need the writer of West Wing. What's his name? 
God bless um, Aaron Sorkin. We need Sorkin. We need to him to in. write women a little bit better. But also, we White, love you, Aaron Sorkin. Write women Sorkin. a little bit better, but also wrap this moment up in a way where we can feel triumphant. Yeah, so that's like where one I want the, the world to be. Yes, like one the of the last things I watched before I headed over here to record <laughs> was. It's an episode, and I think it's part, like, 20 Hours in America, part two, right? So you got Josh and Toby. They miss the motorcade, and they've been trapped in Indiana. Oh, but they're right. having to talk to local, like, real people. Yeah, yeah. And they've actually, rec- they recognize, like, the power that they hold in terms of, like, people don't actually want that much. Right. They just want, life is meant to be hard. We all know that. Yeah. It would just be nice if it could just be just a little easier. Yeah. Not easy, just a little easier. And so you watch them, and then, of course, there's a, because it's TV, so the, a bomb goes off at a university and like 44 students are killed. But this is right in the middle of election season, right? For um, President Bartlett's trying to get elected for a second term. Yeah. He's come clean about his MS. It's been very dramatic. It's a very dramatic yeah, series yeah, and yeah, I love it yeah. so very much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he has to give a speech because an act of terrorism took place on United States soil. And I, I, man, I should have written it down. I didn't know I was going to end with by talking about the, the speech, but he, he said that, you know, in times of, I'm paraphrasing, sorry, Aaron Sorkin, these are not your exact words, but in times of crisis and tragedy is when American heroes emerge and um, or like they rise up or whatever. And tonight we reach for the stars because like all of the American, you know, uh, that was the worst paraphrasing I've ever done. In I my like life. it. I'm but something about you. heroes and reaching for the stars. And I was moved to tears. And I was like, why can't a president just talk like that now? Yeah. And I think maybe we got spoiled too by having such an eloquent, smart, well-spoken, empathetic leader in Barack Obama for eight years that like yeah. the shock of how poorly yeah. And then also cruelly, our current Cruel. president speaks. Cruel is like the he's, word. He's, he spews such vitriol and hate, but then he's also so stupid in how he sounds and the words he, you know, it's like, he's not intelligent yeah. about it. Yeah. It's not, it's not smart. It's yeah. not a clever, yes, he uses coded language so that people know he's like, I actually love you, proud boys. But you know, like, yeah. he's not, he's not speaking in a way that like evokes anyone to be like, that. what an intelligent man. I hate what he's saying, but man, he says it well. You know, it's like, no, no. wow. Or comforting, or comforting. Oh, well, yeah. He has no empathy. That's no. part of that whole yeah. megalomaniac, narcissistic. We're psychologists. We're online psychologists. <laughs> no, I have to end this though with, um, I will not say her name, but a friend of mine, someone I know who is uh, very like, like sort of kind, um, she's a mom, she's chill. And she told me the story uh, where she was in a store and there was a guy with a MAGA hat, an older gentleman. And she, she, it honestly just came out of her. She didn't, she honestly was like, I didn't mean to, I don't know how, but she's like, she, and this is the funniest thing because she doesn't really curse. Mm-hmm. And she just turns to the guy and goes, hey, and points at his hat, like Mm -hmm. smiling. And she gives him a thumbs up and she goes, grab him by the pussy, am I right? And he he was like horrified. And she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just said that. But she was like, to me, yeah, if you're wearing that hat, you're saying you like you, you think that's okay. And I love that your sweet, kind friend was not only saying things that she was like, I can't believe I said this, but she was also like, she was doing it in such a clever oh, way. Yeah, it, it was, was like, wonderful. she was humiliating this yeah, man by yeah. being like, I'm a woman. It's like, am I right? I'm sure, I'm sure the guy was like, absolutely I'm sure shocked. he wanted to burn that hat and good for her for I making him feel that way. But like, if you think that isn't what comes to a lot of people's minds, 
then you better think again. Yeah. On that note. Um, Rom Criminals, we love you. We promise we're going to come back next week with yep. uh, a, a rom crime vigilante story that doesn't involve us yeah. <laughs> and what we're all going through. Um, thank you for sticking with us through this. Yeah. This has been a truly astonishing um, time for all all human beings. I, I love you, Rom Criminals. I love you, Vanya. Love I'm thankful you, for you for laughter, for the fact that we've been able to like experience most you. of this crazy like year together mm-hmm. and that we've managed to have a lot of good laughs in yeah. spite of all of it and a lot of fun That's and right. tell a lot of really interesting important stories yep and so we look forward to getting back to that next week yep we love you guys see you guys bye, bye. Mm-hmm.